Welcome to On The Line With. I'm your host, Hanley. On The Line With is an arts podcast with a deep dive on mental health, substance abuse, and many social issues and causes at the forefront of our society. Join me every second Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern as I sit with various guests to discuss their art, personal stories, and inspiration from behind the microphone. You'll be on the line with me, Hanley, every second Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you. Welcome back to On The Line With Season 2, Episode 2. I'm here with Disease from New Jersey. I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. So go ahead, my dude, and let everybody know where you're at, what you're repping, and what you're saying. Yo, what's happening, everybody? You already know where to find me. It's Disease. You know, I'm coming out of Jersey, man. Uh, you know, I'm here with my man, Hanley. Yes, sir. And he can't right forget now. the apostrophe. Tell him about that. Oh, shit. Just now, I I need y'all to not do what I did just now because I forgot D A apostrophe Z Z. Alright, find me everywhere. I'm out on all streaming platforms. I'm the only one who's held you down on this. Everybody doesn't know how to pronounce it. I know, right? You're the only one to get it right <laughs> two times in a row. I wish I could have a, I wish I had an award to give out a medal. You <laughs> definitely deserve it, man. Give just, everybody I've ever met. I'll just take an award, so I'll take it in stride, bro. <laughs> All right. But uh, let's, let's talk music. Uh, how old were you when you started making music? Oh, let's see. What's the fifth grade? How old were you in the fifth grade? Like 89, 10, 11? Something like that. Yeah, so that was me. Around that time, was the first time I ever put pen to paper. And decided to write my first verse. It was in a school project, actually. It was funny. Uh, the song was about to call it was science. Like me and a group of people, me and two other guys, we had a we had a subject. Two other guys had a subject, and me and another group were the only group that did a rap to it. To this day, I still remember the raps for both of them. <laughs> like it's crazy. That's crazy that you remember that. But it's, I guess it's one of those moments that stick in your memory. Of course, man. First time I got on stage, first time I did all of that was based off that song. There you go, bro. You got practice at a young age. Exactly, man. There's still older motherfuckers right now practicing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, I'm practicing today, too. Practicing everywhere we, every day we get up. We got to practice to become That's, a better person for tomorrow. That's true. And, and, uh,. When was the uh, first track you put out as, like, an artist? As an artist, the first track I put out, that I put out, put out, I believe it was a written versus freestyle. Me and my friend, we just came together. He just happened to be around, so me and him came together. And, uh, well, see, he freestyled, and I wrote a freestyle to it, hence written versus freestyle. (laughs) Both freestyles, but one's written and one is just off the top. I released that one earlier last year but then i took it down and then re-released it on tape okay so you have it on tape like tape deck yeah like it came out in a little file tape project that i had oh okay oh okay like a tape i thought you meant like a cassette tape i was like yo you're taking it way back oh no not yet not yet i gotta get those songs gotta become classics first (laughs) once they're classics i'll send them all out on tape i plan on it yeah that'd be dope yeah man cds cassettes i'll even try and throw it on a record vinyl that would be really dope so while we're here you said you had a song that you were gonna play for the listeners it was called zip it oh yeah zip it yeah man zip it's basically in its name it just got like you know when someone just they're not feeding your soul. They're not feeding what you're talking about. They're not feeding your mind, you know. They're talking a whole lot of bullshit. 
But it ain't what you're trying to hear right now. I was telling them to zip it. <laughs> Stop talking. That's it. We're done with this conversation. So that's what the listeners should get from this song when, when they hear it then, right? Yeah, they should get that. And the first thing that pops up in their head is that one person that they know that they talk to that really ain't talking about shit. I'm already thinking of people and I'm not even listening to the track. My point exact, my point exact. Yes, sir. So, it's produced by Nick Made It. Nick Made It, everybody. You know what I mean? Zip It, written by me, performed by Disease. And I hope y'all enjoy it for real. Alright, so we're gonna get into that and we'll be right back. Talking all that shit, I ain't really trying to hear, nigga. I don't say shit to a bitch, every word that you hear, they twist. Zip it, here's the lock, no key, click it. Zip it, don't wanna hear it. I ain't here for the questions, talking all that shit, I don't mention, quit. Zip it, don't wanna hear it. Quick, quick with the pivot, ain't with the game, don't talk digits. I told you I'm done talking, I'm a sack in the dark, there's no flaunting. Can't slow down till I touch down in the end zone for a little bit of taunting. How I want commas and bank accounts, talking large amounts, see green on my lawn and smoke all night till dawn and I got the blueprints is drawn in. Don't reach my peak, so you babbling. Train of thoughts just left, I ain't traveling. Actors, now I see you in rations. Truth, acrobatics, backstabbing niggas, you backwards. Asking what had happened, I see through niggas, you plastic. Plus, I don't got time for the I ain't say this. Nor for the oh yeah, who is that bitch? I don't really know. She is not my bitch now. Please go, let me roll my spliff. Huh? Problem is you comprehend not much. I'm a bit complex. No tolerance for nonsense. No right. Walk to the left. Zip. Huh. Don't wanna hear it. I ain't here for the questions. Talking all that shit. I don't mention. Quit it. Zip it. Don't wanna hear it. Quit, quit with the pivot. You ain't with the game. Don't talk digits. Man, I wanna rip my ears off. This talk gon' disconnect an eardrum. Please don't come near from anywhere that you wanna sound near dumb. Want my ears to eat grass. Bullshit in the air, I can't laugh. Ain't got much class myself, but even I won't let it pass. If it ain't about the plan, then I'm sorry, fam, but I gotta go. I'ma leave it where you saying. I ain't about the games anymore, I ain't playing. Unless it's top 10 on the radio station. Moves that I'm making are too sophisticated. All beats get lifted to weigh You ain't hearing what I'm saying, you ain't getting what I'm playing. At the space you occupy vacant. Hold your seat, it's gonna get Rocky get shook, his biz nigga Don't question shit about business If I didn't mention it, you ain't in nigga Let me talk that physics When I get up, don't claim you were down My name was only your mouth Don't lie in woe town Talk it's around They probably think I walk with ice everywhere I go, I'm chilling Like a villain, I am that <laughs> Scheme on a bitch in the digits It's disease, you know when I'm dripping So sneeze, let me know that you feel it Two threes in the air to let you know If it ain't green, then I don't wanna hear Questions, talking all that shit, I don't mention, quit it. Zip it, zip, zip. don't wanna hear it. Quick, quick, quick with the pivot, ain't with the gang, you don't talk digits. All 
right, we're back. We just checked out Zip It. It was a great track. I didn't mean to cut you off, Handy, but I got to talk to you about what I, our last interview. You know, I jumped out of passion when I said this. I said, fuck America. Now, although that a good part of that statement is true, I really want to specify when I say fuck America. It's not the land of America. It's the government. It's the American government. It's really fuck them. You know, everything in office. Yada, 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 etc. Yeah, I understand. Eminem said, I'm all for America. Fuck the government. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way, man. I'm not a, I'm not like a government type person, you know, like I follow it and shit, but like, I hate everything about it. Yeah. I guess follow what they say so I don't go to jail. Yep. But yeah, let's get back to the music. I appreciate yeah, you taking that moment to, uh, we'll say apologize for the little mishap in what you said, but I think, yeah, I think it's all good. I think we're straight. I think we, you kept it a hundred, so you're good. So, uh, you know, if I'm just, just in case shit, you know, they always got those white, white Americans. <laughs> That's what we're calling them. The rednecks. Yeah. You got white Canadians doing it too, bro. Uh-uh. My point exactly. My point exactly. I gotta please them all. Yes, sir. If, so, yeah, back to the music. What else, what else? would you say about your music like if you were talking to yourself what would you say to yourself about your music personally yeah um i can't really say anything bad negative about my music as an artist but you know as a listener sometimes i like to say that my music isn't always where it's supposed to be but that's just you know that negative part of my mind that we spoke about in our life yeah definitely gonna have to bring that up again yeah word and um, what's it called? As far as that, my music is gonna be a listen. It's definitely, it's definitely an enjoyable each piece I put my heart into. It. I always try my hardest, and I try to get my point across and make sure you guys get a piece of me at the same time. Maybe I taught you something, I gave you a feeling that you didn't even realize this is exactly what you were feeling, you know. Or maybe I just put you in a position or put you in a in a vibe or mood or whatever the case is, you know. It's all love, always one mind, one vibe. So, if I can get your mind in the same vibe as me, I guess we all winning. Yes, sir. Alright, I like that. I like that outlook. I like that mandate on the music. No worries. Well, let's keep talking about the music a little more. Let's keep going about the music. Uh, do you have yeah, any man, projects please. coming out? Uh, right now? No. Yeah. I don't have any... I mean, there's always music to be made, always music on the way. But as far as a, a set project, no. Nothing for the fans or anybody, all of my followers, to, to be prepared to be waiting on right now. It's more so, it's a, it's a coming together thing, you know what I mean? I'm trying to formulate a plan, formulate a plot, make sure everything comes properly so it, it hits the end the experience. All, the, everything just works out together, you know? Just the experience of the drop, the lead up to the drop, you know, all the anxiety. I plan on yeah. wanting to build for them. I want everybody to be as excited as I am when they shit drops. So that's what I plan on building, you know? So do you have a single or anything dropping soon that we could be looking forward to, though? Yes, you do. There is a single on the way. Uh, no names, of course. <laughs> Can't give out the names too early. But there is a single on the way. I plan on um, I'm in the process of actually writing it. Uh, I found the beat yesterday, so yeah. yeah, so I'm in the process of writing it. It's been a little bit since I put pen to paper, so I'm actually a little excited about it myself. 
You should drop it on the YouTube channel. Oh, definitely. Everything is going. I'm honestly, I'm just very not techy. I'm not a techy guy. Everything that I have should have already been on my YouTube and all that. I'm just don't really know how to do it just yet. No, I mean I, you. You should drop it on our YouTube channel so we could help you get views. Oh, most definitely. We can do that. We can definitely get a link. Can figure that shit out. Oh, definitely. We'll help you out for sure. Hell yeah, man. We can talk about that. So we can definitely have a conversation about that one. So the, leading up to the uh, the drop, like a few couple days or so, I'll definitely hit you back and then we can talk more into that. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And uh, do you record your own music at your house or do you go to a studio? What's what's the I deal? I do both. With that? I do both. I record in my house and on the studio. Uh, it all depends, again, what kind of the, if it's like a album kind of thing, I tend to try and go to the studio just for the sake of quality and, you know, experience, because I'm not as experienced on the sticks as those who are sitting in the studio day and night kind of thing, you know. But on the sense of, I can make the sound good enough or proper quality, whereas it's not shit completely coming out the sound waves whereas I can record it in my house. But you know, the more serious drops like the uh, tape that I plan on coming later on this year, um, I plan on going to a studio for it. Right. Yeah, because that's the same thing I did when I was making music. I had a home studio but I went to different studios when I was doing major projects. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the smarter thing to do. It saves money too, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. It costs a lot to be an artist, man. Oh, man, you have no idea. It's like <laughs> trying to pursue your dreams is more than just a dollar. It, it, you know, a lot of people don't even understand how much it takes to become an actual artist because you go broke. You, go, you will go broke. Not won't, maybe might. You will go broke pursuing the dream of an artist. You will. You will go broke a hundred times before you even get paid your first dollar. Yep. To all the artists out there, I don't ever give up. That's why you gotta brand yourself, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm brand new. I plan on. Oh man, I can't wait. I think I'm gonna. I think you're gonna be the first one I'm gonna tell about these the merch the minute I get the first press out. You know. Send it over. I'll put it up on the the wall of dope, bro. That's what we do. Hell yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, I'll even give you the names. Uh, the name is called Earthless, guys. You feel me? One, one, uh, one vibe, one mind, all day. These are the brands that I plan on distributing and I plan on giving to all of my fans, all those true supporters out there. And I, uh, the first, this is you're gonna hear it here. First ten presses, they're gonna be. There's gonna be a giveaway on the way. First okay. ten presses, okay. You heard it on handy. Uh, that's exclusive right there, my man. Can't get yep. better than that. You heard it on the line with... It's official. It's the first time anybody's let us know something like that on the show. So shout out to Disease. Well, you already know. Once again, you know where to find me. And if you don't, you have to type D-A apostrophe Z-Z. Because <laughs> clearly... You ain't looking. And uh, you seem really like philosophical with your music, are you? Philosophical, no. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I'm not trying to educate. I mean, I'll, I'll educate the word people verbally. You know what I mean? You meet me, I'll teach you something that I know. You'll learn a piece of my mind 
in person. With my music, it's not necessarily just to teach. It's also to to, to feel, to give, to let somebody have something to go to when they're feeling down. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be taught something when I'm feeling down. I feel. I feel down right now. Don't teach me shit. You know, either get on my level or make me feel better. There's only two options here. You know. Yeah. And that's how I feel. A lot of people feel the same way when it comes to that. That's the outlook of music. Sometimes they don't want to be. They don't want to learn something. Sometimes they just want to sit down and hear it. Yeah, and you know, there so is, I try to I try to give a certain vibe with that. Yeah, there there is another track he sent me. Is yeah, man, Dreamers Ten, Dreamers Ten of the Ten. That song is one of those songs I was just telling you. You know, if you're in a bad mood, you know, either get on my level or help me out of it. I feel like that song is kind of on your level. Is on exactly that, getting on your level to help you get out of it. The song is all about. It's in the title, Dreamers Ten. You feel me? We're all dreamers out here. We all have a dream. We gotta go for it, and we all need that cheerleader in the back of our head to keep telling us to to keep going and never give up. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. So while we're on the topic of like darkness, kind of in a sense, uh, let's talk about mental health a little bit. Um, uh, what do you have to say? Like, what would you say first off about mental health? What would be your first comment about it? Mental health is a disease. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> that is no fun intended, yo. <laughs> it's making me laugh. Yo, I'm a clown. Anyway, mental health is a disease, okay? I don't want anybody to treat it anything less than that, all right? Everybody needs help. Some people need it more. And there's always someone that can help you. There's always a way out. There's always a treatment. There's something, you know. It's all about wanting to find it, wanting to get it, or somebody willing to give. And that's what it is wrong with this world, man. There's not a lot of people willing to give. The greed has gotten so much. Everybody just wants gimme, gimme. How does that saying go? Gimme, gimme never gets? Yeah, exactly. Gimme, gimme never gets. I want to know what they plan on getting. They keep asking for the wrong shit. It's very true. And what do you think they should be asking for? They should be asking for a way to help the person that doesn't have. They should be asking for a way to help somebody who can't help themselves. They should be asking for the strength to help the people around them who know who they don't need the help. They should be asking for the strength to be able to give wholeheartedly and without greed and expectations that. That's what they should be asking. You know? They should, they should be, be asking for that. That's true. That's very true. You make a lot of good points. And you yourself, personally, do you deal with anything mental health-wise? Yeah, I do. I feel like uh, I just am not always in a great mood. I'm not always in a good mood. I ruin people's days with my mood. I feel a lot of ups and downs. I get sometimes I just want to be by myself. Other days, I just, I'm I'm manic, you know? I don't know if two people, many people know what the term manic means, but manic is, it's like when you're, it's almost like a frenzy. A frenzy of excitement emotion, of a happy emotion. So it's like, for instance, in certain cases, if I was a manic person, I'd be going around giving people money out my pockets. Knowing I can't actually afford to give out money for free like that, you know, I'm just giving out money. I'm happy. I'm excited. I want to keep this energy. So this is how giving out all my money is the way I keep my energy. So that's what I'm doing. I'm in my manic state. Like, the other day, actually, on the phone, I feel like I was in a possible manic state because I was really, really energetic. 
Well, the conversation had a good vibe to it, so it definitely did. Definitely did. I'm not taking away from it. I'm just saying, like, there's a like the manic statement. The manic state can be hidden. You know what I mean? It's not always giving away money. Sometimes it's just over excitement in a conversation. Exactly. No, I hear what you're saying, and it's it's a good way to put it for people who don't know the term manic or don't use the term manic uh, enough. Because you don't hear it as much in the mental health campaign, I guess you could say. So yeah, honestly, that's where I learned it. That's where I first got the term. I got the term manic through a mental health uh, education. Okay, and you went through mental health education. How, how so? By going to a hospital or? It was a course in high school. Like I said, mental health has been a a thing on my head for a long time. So I've always I've always tried to keep try to keep myself educated on it in, in case, you know. So in high school, they were talking about it there? Yes, but not in... Okay, because you know in high school, there's some teachers that follow the rubric, and then there's some yeah. teachers that don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a cool teacher who would have no problem actually teaching us something, you know, that would, you know, jump off the books. If we had a question, actually answer the shit, you know, give us information that wasn't on the rubric so right. that was a blessing within itself so i did get a little insight on mental health although i although as a person you kind of get it yourself just growing up getting older you're gonna have to learn to deal with it until you're either a diagnosed which i was not you know let me just clear that up keeping it 100 i was not diagnosed clinically but why haven't I why haven't you taken the step to go get diagnosed if you're worried that you have something? This uh, I'm worried that I have something, but because the main reason is because whether I have it or not, it's not going to change the way I think. There's nothing they can tell me that's going to make me feel better or feel a certain way about this. You know, it's like why am I going to get this test? Why am I going to get a band-aid if I have no cuts bleeding? I would disagree with you because knowing that you have it makes you feel a lot better than not knowing why you're the way you are and you want it and you want answers, don't you? Yes, in some cases, yes. I will definitely not tell you the opposite of that. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But everybody, I feel as though, is different. I don't not, need, Yeah, I don't, I don't mean no disrespect by disagreeing with no, you. No, 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 no disrespect. I'm just talking about in the sense of, like, I don't need someone to tell me that I have this, you know. In fact, a lot of times, you ever heard of the, uh, what's it called? I think it's Munchausen Syndrome. You, you, are you aware of that? I've heard of it. Okay, the term, that syndrome specifically, is this is them, everybody, is when somebody tells you something. Like when you're okay, Eminem really described it the best. Was telling you when they're sick when you wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're saying that I have this, they're saying I have that, but I don't. And but because they're telling me I have it, I'm starting to show symptoms of it. I'm starting to feel show signs that I actually may have this shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, okay. So you could feel like it might just be manifesting because of the yeah, people that you see. Exactly. It so. will manifest in my mind. And you know everybody's different. So I feel as though I don't need somebody to tell me I have this or have that. I can tell or I have an idea. Like, I'll be able to some form of symptoms, you know, just using my own logical sense. Like, I was angry. Two seconds ago, I'm happy. That's not that's not normal, you know? 
that's not regular. There's just certain things that a doctor doesn't have to tell me for me to decide for myself. I don't know if that's ignorant, but that's just the way I see it sometimes. Because what you're describing, like, the the moods you have, like, the way you describe them is the same way I am. And I'm diagnosed bipolar, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the same thing, you know what I mean? Exactly my point. So why would I be diagnosed with one thing just to be possibly misdiagnosed, you know? I'd much rather try and, rather than figuring out what's wrong with me, try and figuring out my solution first, you know? If I know I'm going to be this, or if I know I'm feeling like this now, maybe I should stay inside. Or maybe I should actually go out or go take a jog, you know what I mean? Because exercise is a great mental health solution. You know, they say exercise, they say uh, showering, they say eating healthy, all of these things are supposed to help. They say that because when people are depressed, it's the things they tend to do the least of. They tend to do what? I said they say to do those things because when people are depressed, it's usually the things that they tend to do the least of. Oh, yeah, that explains a lot. You know, the other few days, a few days ago, I wasn't eating anything. And I couldn't understand why. Like, I wasn't hungry. I tried to eat something that I damn near felt like I was going to throw it up. It all makes sense now. He's doing the least of it. Okay. Okay, look at that. You just don't need something new. There you go. Which would make sense. Which would actually make sense if I actually took the time to think about it. Yeah, um, people do I'm gonna, to. I'm going to sidestep back to the music for a minute because I noticed something. You are a very big Eminem fan, aren't you? Eminem is the reason why I started rapping. I'll never forget. It was cleaning out my closet. I was in the first... I wasn't even uh, in the first grade yet. I was either in the first grade or just coming out of pre-K. And I saw cleaning out my closet on MTV. And oh my god. I swear to god. Oh my god. There was nothing better in my life. There was nothing better. No one could have shown me better than Eminem telling his mother sorry I'm cleaning out my closet. I'll never forget the music video. Definitely about to go past my stuff. I'll never forget the music video, bro. I'll never forget the feeling I felt. I remember the exact position I was looking at the TV. Uh, yeah. Cleaning out my closet, man. Eminem, Marshall Mathers. It's a funny story with that one because once I found out about it, for some odd reason, it didn't click in my head white people rapping. So I went on an entire 50 Cent craze thinking that Eminem was 50 Cent. 50 Cent was Eminem and vice versa. So I ended up learning a lot about 50, which is a good thing, you know. But yeah. <laughs> it wasn't who I wanted to hear about at the time. At the time, I got the name wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're definitely an M fan. Like, what? what's your favorite Eminem track? Oh, there's too many. That's that's just, just I just think that's the worst question to ever ask someone who's a fan of an artist, man. There's too many. I that's can't think one. We got, like I said, cleaning out my closet. We got criminal. We can go take it back to uh, uh, Slim Shady. We can take it even farther back to Infinite. We can take yeah. it. You feel me? We can we can go forever with this one. Criminal is definitely in my top five. It's not in it? No, it is definitely in my top five. Criminal is definitely in my top five. Hell yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, there's too many of them for me to pick. What you know about a sweet MC from the 313? You don't know shit, so when you see one flee. Oh, God. (laughs) Man. Oh, man. 
definitely fizzle chat, but no, let's start back into the mental health conversation because we were getting pretty deep into it. Um, so you deal with it with yourself. Do you ever go through uh, like a major depression or things like that, or is it always just manic? No, I, it goes the other way too. It definitely does. You don't have manic without depression. It's never one without the other. You're never just always manic, and you're or you're just always sad there's always going to be a one time and that's i feel as though those times are when people do the most craziest and the life-changing things you know is when they go into those states it's not really depressed i mean it's not just regular depression it's they're really depressed right now or it's not they're manic or they're happy they're just extremely happy right now so they do crazy shit like i said giving away your entire bank account that's a very manic thing to do uh, in depression, obviously, I don't have to talk about what would possibly happen if you get really depressed. We don't have to get in there. We we know the outcomes. And uh, have you ever had that thought of suicide before? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I've had a thought about suicide at a young age. Uh, yeah, and you told me a story last time. I don't know if you want to repeat the story about that time when you were in, uh, I think it was first grade, you said? Yeah, I was in the fifth grade, and um, uh, I we were just reading. We were entering the, the building for reading, and, you know, the blinds in the back of the class that have the things hanging down while everybody yeah. was sitting down, you know, getting situated to sit down. I found my seat to the back of the class all the way to the wall by the blinds of course and i kind of put my head through there and sat down knowing the blinds wouldn't reach so i would be slightly above you know the ground pretty much pretty much choking myself it didn't last too long of course it was like good one one two seconds then my head fell out the blinds but and like, that's, and like that's, yeah. at that moment how, how did you feel like at that moment how did you feel like do you remember how you felt at that exact moment Yes, I do, because during that school year, there have been multiple times I would walk into the class and like, oh, damn, I just start like punching myself in the face, like just angry. Like I want I did a, there's a something, something I was just mad, you know, and I wasn't mad at anybody or anything or anyone that I'm thinking about it. Like, back then, I can't think of anything to be angry about. But I would just come into class and start, you know, physical harm. Physical damage to yourself. That's yeah, that's depression within itself. That's mental illness itself. So it seems like you've been dealing with this since you were a child. So was there, like, anything traumatic as a child that could, like, set these things off? Like, um, Honestly, nothing that I can remember or think of because... As a child, I was, I'd honestly say that I had a, not the greatest of upcomings, but I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, the worst of upcomings, you know, there's worse, there's always worse than where you are. I wasn't at the worst spot and I wasn't at the best spot, you know, so okay. it wasn't anything that was too crazy that I can remember. Like I said, it, I just feel like it was just, I was just one of those unlucky children that was born with a chemical imbalance in the brain. I That's what you. we are. That's what we you. are, bro. Well, you're not alone. Trust me. I've been where you've been at plenty of times. So. Yeah, man. I actually do want to get into, since we're here, you know, let's let's keep it on the real. I want to get into what was going on with your mind the other day. If you don't want to, if you don't mind talking about it, if you're out the mood now, or if you just want to de-stress on it, because like I said, you know, you and me can talk. We're here with that. 
Well, losing my grandmother recently has just been uh, playing with my emotions. I just yeah. have found the emotions to like shed the tears that I, I, I was expecting to shed. So everything is just working up and building up and I'm not letting it out. Yeah, I won't let her out. It's like I'm keeping it in on purpose. So that's part of the reason why I was tripping. And yeah, I mean, under what we're talking about. But yeah, we had a conversation. I was tripping out. I was having a bad day. And I just hit up anybody I saw who was online and disease was there. And he helped out his his boy, like he said, so respect. Yeah, man, and I want you to know, it's not just I'm extending it to you and your entire your crew, your cast, all of that, everybody. I want you guys to be able to hit me as well, you know? When Hanley hit me, I was I was almost excited, like, this, is this a test? <laughs> was it was it now? Is this how we we going to figure this out? Like, is he just testing me? But obviously, no, it's not really testing. That was just a joke in my head. Um, And I'm really am glad in and honored that you did hit me up for real and you took my my um my extended hand because um being able to talk to you and talk to people during those situations it makes me feel better when i'm in my own situation you know yeah because like i i have the uh, the one thing about mental illness is you almost repeat yourself it's almost like a repeated like you know a broken record the same things have to be said again. That's the thing I hate the doing the most is having to repeat, like, what's wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It really sucks, especially if you're the person that's going through it right now. Like, oh, these questions again. But it's like, you know, you, those questions have to be asked. It really, but yeah, sometimes you just have to, those questions got to be repeated. Those statements, those same things, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Hearing it in the time sucks. I feel like to me, because sometimes I don't want to hear that. That's not what I want to hear right Probably now. the worst answer to get. You said something? Like when people say it's going to be okay, bro. It's like probably the worst answer to get. Like Yeah, I, it's the worst fucking answer ever. Like, really right now? Do you even know what I'm thinking? Do you know what's okay to me? <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. oh, God, like, bro. Like, what's okay to you may not be okay to me. You know what I mean? Exactly. And what I'm thinking right now is okay to me. And it's definitely not going to be okay to you. I, I just have a feel, you know, it's, they those questions, those kind of things I try to stray from because I try to stray from it's going to be okay or it's fine, it's all right. Because in all reality, that's a lie. It's not okay. It may not be fine. And it's not all right. All right. The person that you just said that to is not all right. So that's that's a lie right there. You lied to yourself and you lied to the person because if they were all right, they wouldn't you wouldn't have had to say that, would you? you exactly. Know? So that's a lie. It's fine. You don't know what it is. So how can you tell me what's fine from what isn't? Clearly something is not fine. All right. Something is off right now. You know, with you, it was the loss, the, I apologize, the loss of your grandmother. You know, that's not okay. That's not fine. I don't want to hear those words right now, all right? Because that's not true. You're not telling me the truth. And a lot of times, those statements make it worse. It really does. Yeah, they do. Especially when you hear them over and over from the same people. Yeah. Yeah. They need to get a new script. Yeah, like that, that circle you have around you, they should, they should know what to say when you you're having like your times in need yeah but at the same time you can't put that on everybody you know that's a burden nobody can really carry that's true but it's a burden that many do it's a burden that many do and we must love all the ones that do for real i got love for anybody that supports mental health and like tries to 
like help in any way possible like the, you doing this interview helps so like i got mad love for that and i got mad love for anybody that does anything like mental health wise arts wise anything like that so hell yeah man you already know the love is mutual man all love always uh and when uh you finally make it out to canada what are you uh planning on Touring? You planning on touring when you're out here? Hell yeah. I'm definitely going to have to hit up a couple shows. I got to hit up my man Draco. Shout out to Draco again one more time. You know, wicked producer out there. I don't know if he's in Vancouver or what. Uh, you guys have some weird city names in Canada. I'll be honest with you. I can't even pronounce half. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Draco. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to link him. I'm going to have to link him because we got to get some work done. Um, probably going to link you because you're the only other person I know out there. So, depending on yeah. where I am in Canada, we definitely got to link up again in person, see how it is, get an in-person interview. Oh, for sure. And then it's, smoke I mean, all the weed we possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck my, I haven't even been to Canada, man. I've never had a passport. Oh, yeah? Nope. Yeah. Never. That's just crazy. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think my passport's expired as of this year. Shit. Yeah, man. I got We got to get, we got to get traveling, bro. I got to get back on the travels. Yeah, I'm trying to travel, like, Canada and get some, like, in-person interviews instead of doing these Skype calls all the time. Yeah, I know what you mean. These suck. But at the same time, it does help because some people actually just don't either A, have the time, or B, don't like in person. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you want to be on the show, you got to want to do it in person. If you're able to do it in person, and I know you're able to do it in person, well, sorry, you got to do it in person. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. I don't see why I would... I personally, I don't see the point of an interview if it's not going to be in person, you know. But I like these interviews at the same time over the phone because we're so far away in distance. It still feels almost like in person. And that's why it's called On the Line With. <laughs> he said it. He said it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk a little more about mental health because I still want to I still want to continue talking. I, I I mean I like talking about it with you because you seem to really have dedicated like a lot of your knowledge to mental health. If I'm not wrong. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, most definitely. I do, I do, I do stand by mental health, and I do try and stand by all those who deal with it because it gets lonely. It does. You know, you don't want to deal with it. You, you, the person going through it, don't want to deal with it. Now the people around you don't want to deal with you going through it. it. It gets lonely. So I try to, as much as I can, extend the hand, you know. So it is really a passion of mine because my passion is true. It's truthfully to love the world. I feel like it's like caring for other people should be everybody's passion. Like doctors, doctors, I don't understand what the fuck their job is doing because all they're doing is taking money, not even giving a fuck about the patients. They don't really care about them. You know what I mean? Like you don't even have a passion to really help nobody. You just kind of went through school just so you can pay them off and kind of live as odd as you possibly can with the title behind your name. Like, fuck you. You're not here to help me. You seem like you're, like, a, a pessimist towards, like, doctors and, like, like authority in that shape and form. Do you have, like, a grudge towards them for any particular I definitely piece? do have a chip on my shoulder, but it's not to the doctors or anything. Don't get me wrong. They're doing an excellent job. They're doing their job. You know, they're saving as much lives as they can. I'm sure they're doing their best. But that's not the mindset of every doctor. Just like that's not the mindset of every officer, police officer that walks by. They're not here to actually serve and protect. They're here to they're here to throw their fucking dick around. You feel me? Hey, yeah, 
like get the badge, listen to what I say, or else, okay. you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I just want to briefly touch on their subjects. Like, you know, it's like, you know, they're doing a great job and all, and they are living, throwing their lives on the line every day. So every day is a mystery. Will they make it home? I get it. But at the same time, the civilians think the same thing when they see you, you know, will they make it home? Is today the last day? Did I say goodbye to everybody I should have? You know, that's and that's a fucking issue because your job it says it on your your squad car. Serve and protect. So why is the citizens afraid of you? That's the question that I'm just gonna ask and leave it on that subject right there. Okay. I think it leaves our listeners with a lot to think about, definitely. I hope so, man. The brain is not meant to just sit there and <laughs> consume weed all day. You also got to use it and think a little bit. Uh, we got gas up in Canada, bro. Don't worry, man. As soon as them borders are opened up, straight to Canada. Yeah. Life. 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 Yeah. Remember the times you sat by yourself in the room, staring at the dark, blocking the world, hearing your inner thoughts and the faults in the world make you feel like you lost everything that you work hard to fight for. Emotions at war, eyes poor, can't seem to get the ball to dribble down the court, just can't get a grip for on getting sore. One fucking hell of a week, yeah, and it feels like it every week, and it feels like the cycle repeats, feels like you're running out of steam, might as well get comfy, not being who they don't want you to be, you can only be who you want to believe, you don't want to lunch meat, you want to let a sandwich, that's a big meal with a side of cabbage um picture the faces who didn't listen remember what they say when things different hate when you ain't at the same entry ain't we all getting the same ending real shit that's true this that shit they ain't teaching in school these those words you hum in the tune to motivate you to put your foot in the boot and it goes like another day another dollar another year another collar for the days that i prosper patience is all i've got get it I'm giving all that I got till I, giving all that I got, aiming for all I've got, waiting, I know I'm gonna get it, another day, another dollar, another cage, another collar, for the days that I prosper, patience is all I've got, get it, I'm giving all that I got till I, I'm giving all that I got, aiming for all I've got, waiting, I know, I know, I know, Dreamers chant. That was for all those who's, you know, like to sit in the dark, just think to yourselves. And for all those who sit in the dark and just need help to get out of it, man. I really don't want you guys to listen to the song and take something back from it. You know, play it over and over if you need to. That was again, it was a dreamers chant off of my five tape little project subconscious. Alright, alright. So uh this has been episode two of season two of On the Line with I'm here with disease. It's been a great conversation. We had a great conversation about his music upbringing, his music, his love for Eminem, and his dedication to the war against mental health 
because that's the only thing I could call it or think about calling it. So shout out to Disease, and I'll let him leave you with his links. And here he is one more time. Hey, man. Thank you for having me on here again, Hanley, man. I hope to link up with you again. You guys can all find me on all social medias. On Instagram is D-A-Z-Z-M-U-Z-I-K. Don't forget the apostrophe. On Twitter, it's don't forget the apostrophe. On on uh, TikTok, I'm kind of funny, guys, so maybe you guys can follow me. Uh, it's D-A, the whole word apostrophe, Z-Z. I'm pretty sure that's it right now. I'm probably on Facebook, too, but everybody's on Facebook. Yeah.